welcome to episode 14 of Yoga with Matt. My name is Matt Mulcahy. This practice is called Finding Balance in Backbends. It's a 70-minute live class recorded at Battersea Yoga in London. Our spine is an incredible combination of both power and flexibility. Yet activities of modern life, like hours of sitting in chairs or hunched over our devices, can create unnecessary tension in the body. When we accumulate tightness and weakness in particular areas of the body, it's important to cultivate the opposite. So this practice will explore the contrast of both active and passive ranges of motion and how they can be applied to our backbending practice. A block will be useful and you'll begin in a kneeling position. Enjoy. Let's begin. Cool. Um, so my name is Matt. If I haven't met you before, I think perhaps maybe I haven't met you before. I don't know if I have yet. Um, so those of you who practiced with me um, last week, um, I think you did Neil and most of you did um, at home. Uh, we were exploring um, different postures that feature the arms coming behind the body like this. And this is an example of the arms and the shoulders moving into extension. We looked at this from two different perspectives. One was active range of motion, and one is what you could consider passive range of motion in a way where you kind of leverage off something like an interlace of the fingers to increase your range, but at the expense of the muscles not working as hard. Inadvertently in that sequence, we also looked at uh, some stuff on the top of the hip, and that's what I wanna flesh out for practice this afternoon. And we're gonna do it in the same way, looking at the contrast between active and passive ranges, really as a means to complement the physical practice. Philosophically, the practice of yoga is very much concerned with moving into a state of equanimity and balance. And if we take that concept to the physical practice, we don't want to rely solely on end range and flexibility. We want to create diversity and balance because ultimately that's sustainable. Um, so that's what you can expect. Um, it'll be a little technical at the beginning, but then we'll kind of drop into a bit more vinyasa practice. If you're working with injuries or you need to take a rest, do what you need to do. Sound good? We are going to begin in a kneeling position, Virasana, for about well, kind of just the first portion of practice. If this is problematic for your knees um, at all, then you can sit, yeah, you can sit on a meditation cushion or if you have a block at home, uh, sit on a block. And if it's just not working for you, a cross-legged position is, is totally fine. Feel free to close the eyes or soften the gaze, rest the hands wherever. And then, as you settle in, together take an inhale through the nose, a brief pause at the top, exhale through the mouth. We'll do this twice more. Inhale through nose, pause at the top, exhale mouth. Great. Do one more of these on your own. At the end of that exhalation, begin to adopt a breath which is relatively soft and natural in quality. And bring your awareness to the sitting bones and allow them to have a sense of spaciousness and an element of grounding downwards onto whatever you're sitting on. 
bring also your awareness to the base of the spine. And from that part of the body, lift up ever so slightly. Often that action brings a slight broadening around the chest. If that feels spacious, then enjoy it. A moment to observe and feel the feeling of sitting in a seat in the context of a yoga practice. which could form the basis for an observation of your breath. Doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to shift dramatically, but more being curious about how am I breathing? How's its pattern? How's its flow? And whether an awareness to your breathing and the physical body gives you some permission to bear witness to the story that's playing out in your own narrative this morning. There's no right or wrong. It's really being curious and, and watching the ebb and flow of it all. Those of you who have the eyes closed, when you're ready, let some light back into the gaze and together release the arms alongside the legs. On an inhale, reach the arms overhead, look up. As you exhale, rotate the torso to the right by bringing the left hand to the right leg and the right fingertips behind you or in space. On an inhale, lift up from the base of the spine towards the crown of the head. And as you exhale, start to rotate the torso to the right hand side and we're here for about four or five cycles of breath. So this practice will culminate in an exploration of camel pose in a way you might not have approached it before. So this is a backbend. When I sequence for backbends, I'm concerned about bringing the spine through its different motions and rotation is one of those. So just feel what it feels like here, last couple of moments. Great. Inhale, raise the arms up overhead, perhaps lift the gaze. Exhale, other side, rotate to left. So right hand, left leg, left fingertips or hand behind. First inhale, lift up from the base, so elongate first. And then as you exhale, start to rotate. You can let the gaze follow behind you if you wish. So just noticing any qualities or sensations in the spine or elsewhere and being uh, aware of that biofeedback. 
another cycle of breath. Then inhale, reach the arms back overhead, perhaps look up. Exhale, bring the arms back alongside the body. Again, inhale, reach the arms overhead, interlace the fingers, press the palms upwards. Over the next five or six breaths, bring any movement here that feels good. So it's really a way to be a bit fluid and, and curious about how the shoulders are feeling. You can almost do a seated version of cat-cow here, swaying left and right as an option. I quite like to bend each elbow and lean the back of the head into the arm as well. If that feels good, then totally go for it. So a moment to bring some awareness to the shoulders and your spine. Another three or four cycles of breath. To release out of this, reach the arms back up overhead, separate the hands at the top, take an inhalation, and as you exhale, bring the arms back alongside the body. Great. Again, inhale, reach the arms up overhead. This time as you exhale, bend at your elbows at a 90 degree angle, pause there. I want you to imagine that you're trying to squeeze a pea between the shoulder blades. So let the shoulder blades squeeze actively inwards, then start to lift the chest a little upwards. And then I'd like you to imagine that I've come behind you and I'm trying to push your arms. Of course, I would never do this, but imagine that I was and you want to meet my resistance. So pull the arms a little bit back. So shoulder blades moving inwards, arms moving a little back. Now reach the chest a little up and then start to arch into a mild back bend at the peak. So if you're engaging correctly, it should feel pretty dynamic. And to be fair, you wouldn't want to linger here for very long, but I want you to feel this as an active approach to backbending, which is what we're going to flesh out a little bit throughout the sequence. Take another cycle of breath. Release the backbend. Inhale, reach the arms overhead, look upwards. Exhale, bring the arms back alongside the body. Perhaps a little bit of a shake out here probably feels quite nice. And then we're going to transition straight to downward facing dog from here. So come off your knees. You might remove any props if they've uh, been there to support you. Eventually from all fours, tuck the toes, lift the sitting bones. First downward facing dog of practice. And then just like you did in a seated position with the shoulders and the spine, waking them up, do the same thing in down dog with the pelvis and the legs. So pedaling and bending or pulsing and swaying are all really valuable options. Of course, there's no right and wrong here, but move in a way that just feels intuitive. I'm going to give you that space for about five to six cycles of breath. In this room, some of you are breathing with sound, which is a fairly common characteristic of a vinyasa-based practice. If it's familiar to you and it's adding value to the space that you're in and your practice, totally go for it. There's no immediate rush, but when it feels like the right time to come to a place of relative stillness, then make that a reality for you. And whether your knees are bent or legs are slightly more straight, push into the hands, lengthen the spine by sending your sitting bones up towards the top of the ceiling. Take about a breath to feel this in your body. 
Then inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to the nose, round the spine, weight forwards, and place the foot to the top of the mat. Lower the back knee, lower the back foot. Lift the torso upright and bring your hands to your waist. I want you to locate the tailbone or the back rim of your pelvis with the thumbs. And if you can, tilt that part of the body slightly downwards. And as you do that, hopefully the stuff on the top of the back thigh starts to activate. To add on to this, press the back knee into the mat and imagine you're trying to pull it forward to the top of the mat and you'll feel it. That's an example of active tone on the top of the hip. Keep this and then start to lunge a little forward and down. And then with your hands, start to bring the arms behind you like you're about to pop a balloon with the palms before interlacing the fingers Swing the hands to the right-hand side of your waist, clasp the heel of the hands together, and then draw the elbow tips slightly in towards one another. So hopefully what you feel there is a bit of spaciousness on the top of the shoulder, as well as the top of the back hip being in an engaged state. As you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, hands to release, downward facing dog, pause. Take one full complete cycle of breath, down dog. Then inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to the nose, a bit of rounding of the spine here. Place the foot top of the mat, really nice. Lower the back knee and foot, same thing. So the torso lifts, hands to waist. And you can use your hands as a guide point to tilt the tailbone down. As well as that, press the back knee down. Imagine you're pulling it forward and then keep that action. Start to lunge. You probably won't go down that far, but that's totally cool. And then same thing, reach the arms behind like you're trying to pop an imaginary balloon before interlace fingers, swing hands to the left hand side waist, heel of the hands touch, elbow tips move inwards. Of course, you're in charge how much you activate that movement. Of course, the more that you do it, the more you'll probably feel a greater sensation. As you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, release hands to mat, downward facing dog. Take a full, complete cycle of breath as you get there. From here, inhale, shift the weight forward to a high plank position and then use the whole of your exhale to get back to downward facing dog. So resisting any urgency to rush, beautiful. Once more like this. Inhale, shift the weight forward to a plank-like position and then slowly downward facing dog as you exhale, beautiful control. This time, inhale, shift the weight forward to plank. Knees down, chest forward, exhale, lower halfway, pause, elbows hug in and then all the way to the floor. Keep the gaze down, raise the chest off the mat, modified cobra. Let the shoulder blades move inwards and the elbow tips also draw in towards the side of the body. So the hands are almost acting as a padding here to lessen the work for the spinal muscles in this particular back bend. So take a moment to feel that. And then take an inhalation. Downward facing dog as you exhale. You can come via child's if you wish, but any which route, it's totally up to you. From here, inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to the nose, round the spine and 
place the foot top of the mat. This time, high lunge. Inhale, the arms reach overhead. Exhale, hands to the waist. Bend the back knee just a little. And then again, like you've done, tailbone draws slightly downward. So you'll feel that activation. I want you to keep that. And then arms come behind you. Imagine you're popping a balloon before interlace the fingers. And rather than back bending, just draw the hands back here. Really nice. Feel this. And then take an inhalation. Exhale, hands to the mat, downward facing dog. And again, settle in, take a complete cycle of breath. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, knee, nose, weight little forward, place foot top of the mat, high crescent. Inhale, arms overhead. Exhale, hands to the waist. As the back knee bends a little, that's gonna give you a bit of space for the pelvis to draw slightly down. And keep that action before arms come behind, pop your balloon, and then interlace fingers. Rather than back bending here, we're gonna to get to it. Let's focus on the arms coming behind in extension. Inhale here. Exhale, hands to the mat, downward facing dog, pause. Moving with your breath, inhale, shift the weight forward, high plank position. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale forward to a plank-like position. Downward facing dog. Really nice, everyone. This time, inhale forward to plank. Knees down, chest forward, lower halfway. Pause, modified chaturanga. Then to the floor. Keep the gaze down. Inhale to raise chest off the mat. Pause there, exhale. Elbows in, shoulder blades inwards. And then for contrast, hover the hands off the mat. So now the spinal muscles are in a much more engaged space and I'm sure you can probably feel that on the backside. As you are, take an inhalation, downward facing dog as you exhale. And you're gonna settle here for about four to five breaths. So those are the key actions that we'll start to flesh out and explore as we, in a moment, transition into some salutations and standing postures. So just getting an understanding early on as we apply that to a bit more rhythmic movement. From downward facing dog, after your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, either walk step or a light jump to the top of the mat. And if you can keep the feet about hip width, then do. Slide hands to shins, inhale, lengthen the chest halfway, so shoulders and hips in the same plane. Exhale, forward fold back over the legs, few more like this. Inhale, lengthen halfway, shoulders little back, beautiful. Exhale to forward fold, once more in movement. Inhale, lengthen halfway, exhale, forward fold. This time, come up halfway, pause. If you need to bend the knees for where we go next, do. Keep the chest long, bring the arms out to the side at a 90 degree bend, so similar to what we did in a seat. Let the shoulder blades move inwards. Meet my resistance. Imagine I'm pulling your hands down, pull up. And then with this engagement, chest forward and a little up. How's your breathing? Together, take an inhalation. 
Forward fold as you exhale, really nice. This time to standing, inhale, raise the arms overhead, lift gaze to thumb points, exhale, arms back alongside the body. Take an inhalation and an exhalation. And we'll start to move a little bit more with breath. Inhale, extend the arms to ceiling, look to thumbs. Exhale, forward fold all the way over the legs and relax the neck. Hands to shins, inhale, lengthen halfway. Refold as you exhale and soften into it. So a half to begin. Inhale, extend the arms overhead, look to thumbs. Exhale, arms back alongside the body. We'll do one more of these. Inhale, extend the arms upwards. Exhale, forward bend over the legs. You know that bent knees is totally fine. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Refold as you exhale and soften chest to thighs. Just standing, inhale, reach the arms overhead, lift the gaze a little upwards. Exhale, arms back alongside the body. One lunge salutation. Inhale, extend the arms. Exhale to forward fold. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale, step your right foot back, lower the back knee and foot. Inhale, reach the arms overhead. Stay for the exhalation. Press the back knee down, pull it forward, just like you've done. Inhale, keep reaching towards ceiling. Exhale, hands to the mat. Find downward facing dog first. Inhale, shift the weight forward, high plank position. Knees down, chest forward to the floor for modified cobra with hands. Inhale, raise the chest, draw the shoulder inward slightly. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee through center, place the foot top of the mat, lower the back knee foot. Inhale, reach arms overhead. Stay here, exhale, slide the back knee forward so you create active tone. Inhale, keep reaching through the fingers. Exhale, the hands down. Now step forward with your back foot. Inhale, lengthen halfway, spine long. Exhale, fold back over the legs. To standing, inhale, drive the arms overhead, look upwards. Refold as you exhale. We're going to repeat, but start other side. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, step your left foot back, lower the back knee and foot. Inhale, the arms reach overhead, lunge. Stay for the exhalation, back knee press, pull forward. Yes, inhale here. Exhale, the hands to the mat, downward facing dog, pause. Inhale, forward to plank position. Knees down, exhale to the floor for cobra with no hands. Gaze down, inhale, chest and the hands raise off the mat, shoulder blades inwards. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, knee through center, foot top of the mat, back knee drops. Inhale, Anjayanasana. Exhale, pause, you know what to do with the back knee. Inhale, keep reaching. Exhale, hands to the mat, step forward with the back foot. Inhale, lengthen halfway, the legs are active. Refold as you exhale. Just standing, inhale, reach the arms, look upwards. 
arms alongside the body, exhale. Take an inhalation and a generous exhalation. Couple of different variations, sun salutation A. So from here, inhale, reach the arms, look upwards. Exhale, forward fold over your legs. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, find plank position and pause there. Inhale in plank, push the mat away from you. Exhale, lower to the floor, either with knees or straight legs for cobra with your hands. Inhale, raise the chest, elbows in. Downward facing dog as you exhale and then settle here for about four or five cycles of breath. So focus on a quality unrushed breath, a steady easeful gaze and keep allowing your sitting bones to lift in more of an upwards direction to discover and find a bit more length in spine. Neil, if you bend your knees just a little and then bring the bum up. Yeah. Do you feel a little difference? Yeah. yeah. And then after your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, either walk step or a little hop, top of the mat. Nice. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, fold back over the legs. To standing, inhale, drive the arms overhead, look upwards. Exhale, arms back alongside the body. We're going to continue here. Inhale, extend the arms. Exhale to forward fold. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale, find plank position and pause there. Inhale in plank and print the hands into the mat. Exhale, lower to the floor for locust pose, arms alongside body. Inhale, chest, arms. Maybe the legs are lifting up off the mat here. Downward facing dog as you exhale. And same thing, just settling in here. Focus on breath and the experience of down dog. Chaturanga will definitely come, but the actions of locust pose, shalabhasan, and cobra position are much more effective at moving the shoulder blades inwards and also creating more dynamic tone on the backside. And that's a little bit more what we're concerned with, at least in this practice this morning. So after your exhalation, bend knees, look forward and travel lightly to the top of your mat, any which way. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale to fold. To standing, inhale the arms, reach, look upwards. Arms alongside the body as you exhale. Final variation. Inhale the arms, reach. Exhale to forward bend. Nice pattern. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, find plank position, pause. Inhale in plank. Exhale, chaturanga, either with knees or straight legs. Inhale, up dog, though it could be a different back bend. Downward facing dog. Again, settle in, downward facing. Really nice. After your exhalation, bend knees, look forward, travel softly, top of the mat. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Refold as you exhale. To standing, reach the arms overhead. Maybe a small back bend at your peak. Arms alongside the body, exhale. Close the eyes or soften the gaze. And just for a moment here, tap into your own rhythm, whatever that means to you.
those with the eyes closed, allowing some light back in. So top of the mat, have the feet at about hip width here. And as you inhale, find chair pose, Utkatasana. Couple of breaths, stamp the feet down, reach the arms dynamically up overhead. And then from here, start to sit a little deeper into your chair base. Maybe the thighs work towards parallel. And then start to reach the arms behind you, palms facing, but don't interlace fingers here. Squeeze the shoulder blades together and imagine you're trying to pop a balloon. So there's a lot of activity here with the arms and the shoulders. To add another layer here, lift the heels off the mat, but keep your chair base. Focus on a steady breath. Together, take an inhalation. Forward fold as you exhale, release heels and head. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, you could step or float through Chaturanga, though there are different routes to come back to down dog. Similarly, you can diversify your back bends as well. So many options to suit many needs. Really nice. From downward facing dog. Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. You're welcome to stay here or keeping the right leg still lifted, come into a high plank position for three-pointed plank. Just a breath, push the mat away from you. Return to a three-legged downward facing dog. Together, take an inhalation. Exhale, place the foot to the top of the mat for high crescent lunge. Inhale, the arms reach. Exhale, hands to the waist, like you've done, bend the back knee a bit, tailbone drags down, and then adding a final layer here, press the back toes into the mat and try to pull them forward. You feel that? Keep that if you can, if you need to release, I totally understand. And then start to reach the arms behind you, don't interlace, but activate, and then come into a back bend here by lifting the chest up and then slightly back. So your priorities here are engagement on the top of the back thigh, maybe the toes are pulling forward, and moving into a back bend without the assistance of your hands. We're gonna to get to that. Come out of the back bend, inhale, reach the arms overhead, classic crescent lunge. Exhale, hands down, downward facing dog, pause. Take a few moments, there's probably a bit of a difference between left and right. Take a moment to feel. Then inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Either stay here or shift forward into a plank with the left leg still extended. It's just slightly more dynamic, it's optional. Three-legged downward facing dog, together inhale. Exhale, place the foot lightly, top of the mat, crescent lunge. Inhale, the arms reach. Exhale, kind of just settle in here knowing that we're holding and place hands to the hips. Back knee bends a little, tail tilts down. And then if you can press the back toes into the mat and pull them forward, do. You don't really want to linger too long, but it's good for contrast. And then same thing, reach the arms behind, don't interlace. Reach the chest slightly up and then come into a back bend here. Focus on breath, sensations on the top of the back hip, shoulders and spine. Nice focus. Come out of the back bend, inhale, reach the arms overhead, perhaps look up. Exhale, hands down to the mat, downward facing dog, pause. Take a moment. 
Then, inhale, shift the weight forward, plank position. Exhale with control, lower to the floor, any which way works for you. Nice. Bring the arms out to the side, bent at 90 degrees. So we've done this a few times. Keep the gaze down. And then on an inhalation, reach the chest and the arms off the mat. And just like we've been doing, let the shoulder blades move inwards. Meet imaginary resistance with the arms, so pull a little upwards. And a final element here might see you lift the legs off the mat as well. So it's a, a very active version of Shalabhasana or Locust Pose. Take an inhalation, downward facing dog as you exhale. If you need to linger on your belly for a breath or two before making a transition, that is totally fine. After your exhalation, bend knees, look forward and travel lightly, top of the mat. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Refold as you exhale. Inhale to chair pose, bum down, reach the arms overhead. Exhale, stand up straight, close eyes, soften gaze. And again, just a moment to tap into rhythm to whatever else is there. So in a moment, we'll do something similar, but with the use of our hands, so slightly less active, slightly more passive, and to feel the contrast and uh, with the spine moving into slightly greater range. So back to the top of the mat, feet slightly apart. Inhale, chair pose once again, same kind of setup, couple of breaths here. As you did on the previous round, sit a little deeper into the chair base. Hands behind you, and this time, interlace the fingers and pull the arms back. The shoulder blades are again moving inwards. And then take an inhalation. Exhale, forward fold over the legs, bring the arms up and overhead. Couple of moments. If you need to have the knees bent, that is fine. If you'd like to challenge the balance, lift the heels off the mat. Obviously, if you move forward without the hands, you don't need me to tell you what's going to happen. And <laughs> That was me this morning. I, I decided to grab my wrists instead. <laughs> uh, there is some talc up there, yeah. <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> and then together, heels down, hands down, pause. Well done. Take a cycle of breath. Standing forward bend. Then hands slide to shins. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, Chaturanga, or maybe a different journey back to Downward Facing Dog. Completely up to you, completely up to you. Great. From Downward Facing, inhale, raise the right leg behind you. You could stay here or shift the weight forward to a three-pointed plank or bring the right knee towards the right outer arm and in the final variation, lift the hips. Wherever you are, three-legged downward facing dog, inhale. Exhale, place the foot to the top of the mat, high lunge. Inhale, the arms reach. Stay for your exhalation to settle, keep the back leg where it is. Reach the arms behind you, interlace fingers. First, draw back, then back bend to lift up, and then back. So think up and back as you back bend. 
So likely greater range, it might also feel a little more satisfying as well. The muscles aren't working as hard, but I want you to feel it for contrast. And if you feel it very centered in the base of the spine, make some amendments so the totality of sensation is a bit more even. Really nice. To come out of this chest forward, inhale, reach the arms overhead, you might look up. Exhale the hands to the mat, downward facing dog, pause. Take a breath or two. Then inhale, raise the left leg behind you. This is a perfectly reasonable first option or shift forward into plank with the leg lifted or left knee towards the left outer arm. Doesn't have to touch, but lift your hips in that option. Beautiful. Three-legged downward facing dog on an inhalation. Exhale, place the foot to the top of the mat, high crescent. Inhale, the arms reach. Exhale is probably a settling breath. And keep the back leg as is, arms behind, interlace fingers. They pull back and down a little and then chest lifts up and then slightly back. Focus on breath. Notice range here compared to the previous round and feel, be honest with yourself in terms of where you feel this in your spine. And if it's centered heavily around the base, Maybe you ease up or make some other amendments. Chest forward, inhale, the arms reach overhead. Exhale, hands to the mat, downward facing dog. Well done, everyone. Optional vinyasa, but you're welcome to stay as you are. Recalibrate your breathing, your experience in down dog here together. And then this time after your exhalation, step or jump into a seated position, place the feet onto the mat, hip width, have the knees facing upwards, hands behind you with the fingers facing forward, some modified reverse plank. On an inhalation, reach the hips up towards the ceiling. Dig the heels, reach upwards. So the whole back line is engaged here. Now start to extend the right leg towards the front of the mat, point the toes. If you're wondering what that is, it's your left glute. It's probably giving you some feedback. Left foot, right foot down, do the other side. Left foot extends, point the toes, lift the hips. Feel the right glute. Left foot down, take an inhalation here. Slowly exhale, come down, nice. If it helps to give yourself a little bit of a hug, that can always be nice. Maybe a bit of a rock along the base of the spine. Perhaps questioning, should I have come to practice this morning? <laughs> and then however you'd like to get there, downward facing dog. You can move through a seated vinyasa here or you can just swing the legs around and come straight back. It's totally up to you. A few moments in dog pose to settle in. Then after your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, any which way, come to the top of the mat. 
Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale to fold. Inhale, chair pose, sitting bones down, the arms reach overhead. Exhale, stand up straight. Just once again, close eyes or soften gaze. Just a moment here. Eyes to open. Inhale, chair pose, Utkatasana. Exhale, forward fold over your legs. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, you know your options. Get back to downward facing dog any which roots. From downward facing dog, inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bend the knee and open the hip to the right, split dog or a, an externally rotated hip. Draw the ribs just a little inwards and if you can equalize the weight into the hands, see how you go with that. Inhale, straighten the leg, take an inhale here. Exhale, place the foot to the top of the mat, warrior two. Inhale, you might come up with arms, warrior two. Exhale, land, hinge into that front leg. Take a moment to firm the feet down so there's a little bit of activity around the legs and the pelvis. And then really for contrast here in terms of shoulder actions, bring the arms a little off to the left-hand side. Cross the left arm over the right arm for eagle, either opposite shoulders or take a wrap and bind into fuller Garudasana. In both versions, Enjoy the shoulder blades moving away from one another. In full bind, maybe the fingers lift up a little bit if it feels comfortable. So another couple of moments here. Great, San. Separate the arms, normal warrior two, pause. Flip the front palm, inhale, shift the weight forward. Exhale, reverse warrior. So backhand slides down, but you could take a half bind here. Keep warrior two legs if you can, and from the right waist point, reach up towards the top fingers. Take a moment or two. Inhale, warrior two. Exhale, pause here. In preparation to balance for half moon, a block could be useful. I have short arms, so it often helps me, but it's totally up to you. Left hand to the left waist, right hand maybe onto a brick, and raise the back left leg off the mat. Take a few moments because we are lingering here. It is optional to raise the top hand if it's maybe a little off-putting with the balance. Keep it down. Take a few moments and then we'll work this and we'll kind of deconstruct it a little. So staying in the same pose, bend the top left knee to a 90 degree angle. And with the top left heel, kick behind you, mild back bend. And then you feel the left side activate in a slightly more active way. Either stay here or if you can, catch a hold of the top foot with the top hand. And then those comfortably in Chapasana, kick into the hand. So close. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you bend the standing knee a little bit more, it might be a bit, yes, and then re-extend. Perfect. And you're so close. <laughs> if you have the top foot, come back to half moon. Together in half moon, take an inhalation, 
exhale, warrior two. Nice. So you're not balancing now, which is always good. Let's take a moment to, uh, to ground the feet. Of course, we've got the other side to play with. And then from here, lift the back heel off the mat, arms overhead for high crescent lunge. Bend the back knee just a little, tailbone down. So an action we're reinforcing. And then on an inhale, bend the back knee so it hovers one inch off the mat. Exhale to re-straighten. Couple more times like this. Inhale to bend back knee, hovers an inch. Exhale to straighten. Inhale, bend this time, pause, tailbone down, soften your jaw, and then lower the knee to the mat, hands to the inside of the front foot. Well done. Shuffle that front right foot a little more to the side. That's gonna give you space for a few options here. So if you're comfortable here in a, a lizard or low lunge, stay here. If you have the space to bend the back left knee, do. Maybe the right hand swings around to catch the back right foot. Take a few moments. Beautiful. So those of you who have comfortably caught the foot, stay as you are and just feel what's happening on the top of the back hip. It's in a lengthened position. Now to create a tonal strengthening quality to that, kick the foot into the hand and then you'll feel the contrast as a slight shift in terms of engagement. Without slingshotting it, gently release the foot. Downward facing dog. Beautiful control, everyone. Take a few moments. A shake of the leg might be nice here. If you want to keep your momentum going, don't let me stop you in terms of chaturanga up dog, down dog. It's totally up to you. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bend the knee, open the hip, split dog. As you peel the top of the hip open, allow the ribs to move slightly inwards and perhaps experiment with equalizing the weight in both of your hands. Inhale, straighten the leg. Exhale, foot to the top of the mat, warrior two. Inhale, warrior two, come up. Exhale, pause there. And as you arrive, if you can press the heels a little down into the mat to create a bit of strength and tone in the legs, then experiment and see what that feels like. A few moments. And then for diversity, especially in the shoulder joint, bring the arms a little off to the right hand side. And then it's the right arm crosses over the left, right over left. Maybe opposite shoulders or bind in Garudasana version of arms. Let the shoulder blades expand or kind of move gently away from each other. It should feel pretty spacious. Maybe the fingers move a little upwards, those in a, a fuller expression. How's your breathing? Warrior two, separate the arms wide. Flip the front palm, inhale, lean forward a little, keep the lunge. Exhale, reverse warrior, Viparita Virabhadrasana. So warrior two legs, feet active. Go for whatever you wish with the back hand, whatever feels comfortable. 
And then from the left waist point, reach actively towards the top fingers up behind you. And really nice postures, everyone. Inhale, warrior two. Stay for your exhalation. And then time to balance again. Ada Chandrasana. Right hand back waist, left hand perhaps on a brick or in space, whatever you have at hand. You know that we have time here, so take your time, evolve slowly. Let it just come for you. Steady gaze, easeful breath. And then staying in the same position, bend the top knee to 90 degrees, pause and just kick the heel back. So this is the active version first of Ada Chandra Chapasana, feeling it for contrast and diversity. And then if you can, maybe you catch a hold of the foot. And if you do have the foot, now start to kick into the hand. Bend the standing knee a bit more, a bit more. You're so close. <laughs> Release back to half moon, pause. Together take an inhalation, slowly exhale warrior two. Beautiful. Land, both feet onto the mat, no more in balance. Then high lunge, reach the arms up, flip that back heel up. And then just as we've been doing, bend the back knee just a little, tailbone draws down. And then on an inhale, Bend the back knee, hovers a few inches off the mat. Exhale to straighten. Again. Inhale to bend, torso is upright. Exhale to extend. Once more. Inhale, bend. This time pause, reinforce the tailbone down. Perhaps softening facial expressions. <laughs> and then... Back knee down, hands to the inside of the front foot. I've been doing this all week. I know, I know. <laughs> Shuffle the left foot to the edge of the mat for a low lizard lunge. And again, the same options. It, it's totally up to you where you'd like to go. So if you have the space, bend the back knee. Maybe the left hand comes around to catch the foot. Great, Nikki. And then those who have the foot, just feel this version. The top of the back hip is long and lengthened. This is a valuable place for it. But to create equanimity and balance, it's important to bring diversity into the equation. So now, kick the foot into the hand and you'll feel it. You don't want to stay there for too long. It's challenging, but it's important nonetheless. Without slingshotting, release gently, downward facing dog. Well done. Take a few moments, pedal of the feet, chaturanga up dog, down dog, whatever it is. And I just settle in here for a few moments. Together, inhale, shift weight forward to plank position. Exhale, lower to the floor with control. Pause for a few breaths. So one round of Dhanurasana or bow. Bend both knees, catch a hold of the outsides of the feet and keep your gaze down just to begin with. Like you may have done already, first 
kick the feet into the hands, the knees might lift with that. So now you're activating. Now start to reach the chest forward and up off the mat, kick more into the hands, and then bring the shins back behind you. Dhanurasana, breathing for three, beautiful. For two, gently release on one. Pause. Take a few cycles of breath. If you need to shake the hips a little left and right, totally go for it. I missed you, Kirsty. Always the most <laughs> audible in class. So from here, come to an all fours position for one cycle of breath. If you can resist coming to child's pose, do. I know it's tempting. A little longer to go, not too much, so all fours, great. And then when you're ready, come all the way up to stand on your knees in preparation for camel and its preparations. So if you need to kind of double up your mat for knees, because we're going to be here for a short amount of time, then do. And we're going to workshop this in, in a way which is concerned more about moving into Ustrasana with active tone on the backside. So to prepare for this, we'll do some camel hinge backs. So tops of the feet onto the mat, knees hip width. Bring your hands to your bum and use that to kind of squeeze a little. I would resist squeezing for dear life. That probably won't serve you well, but you want a little bit of tone there. Hands to hips, just like you've done. Hip points up, tail down, just a little. So already you feel a bit of firmness there. I want you to keep that. Bring the arms alongside the body. And then as we progress here, don't back bend. Just think of your body as a straight piece of wood, like a plank. Then on an inhale, like a piece of wood, lean the torso and the legs back as much as feels comfortable. And then exhale, slowly come all the way up. And then continue like this. Inhale to lean back. So the back body is super engaged here. Exhale to come forward twice more. Inhale to lean back. Exhale to come forward. Once more like this. Inhale to lean back. And then exhale to come forward. Beautiful. Now for camel, we're going to come in via this route. You may not have done this before. This way really helps to alleviate any tension in the lower spine, which can be pretty common in Ustrasana, but to continue reinforcing what we want to do today, and that's strength on the backside. If it helps to curl the toes and lift the heels up for a little bit of greater access, do it. So coming in the same way, maybe you touch your bum, a bit of firmness, hip points up. Hands alongside the body like a plank. You come back into your hinge back, pause, Keep everything as is in terms of tone, and then now bring one hand to the heels, two hand to the heels, lift the chest up and back here. So you've got a bit of time here to explore. Keep the tone in the bum and the backside. Hip points a bit forward, lift the chest up and back. And if you feel collapse in the base of the spine, negotiate somehow so you can distribute that evenly. Don't twist, hands to heart. Inhale, come all the way back up. Exhale, sit onto your heels, pause. You're welcome to close the eyes if you need. We have one more round. Because the base of the spine tends to be more of a flexible part in, compared, in comparison to other parts of our spine, it's easier to use passive flexibility to find more depth. 
it's not wrong as such, but we want to create diversity when we move the spine in this direction. So this is what I'm trying to teach you basically that we can use both of these in an equal and, and diverse way. Should we do one more? Yeah. So come up. Maybe you don't need to curl the toes this time. You can just have the feet there. Set it up the same way. Hands touch your bum, tailbone a little down, arms alongside the body. Inhale, come back to your hinge back. Pause there for a moment so you feel and maintain that tonal quality on the backside. And then with that, come back into camel. Beautiful. So bum engage, back body engage, hip points forward, chest up and back. And then feel it. You know you'll feel it. How's your lower back? Can you distribute a little evenly? Does the chest need to move more up and back? Do I need to ease out? And then when you're ready to come out, don't twist. Hands to heart. With control, inhale to come up. Exhale, sit onto your heels. Virasana, neutral spine. Close eyes if you need. And let that digest and filter back in. Swing the legs around, come to lay onto your back, and we'll move on from there. Great. So as you come to lay down, have the knees bent and the feet onto the mat, roughly hip width, but for a few moments, enjoy being in a reclined position. First time in an hour. And it probably feels quite nice on the lower back as well. So do, do take a moment to, to enjoy that. Before we continue, if you want to create any movement with your legs, like swaying left and right or knees to the chest, then you're totally welcome to do so. So come back to center, feet about hip width, knees facing up towards ceiling. Bend the right knee in towards your chest, interlace the fingers around the top of the right knee. And over the next four or five breaths, if there's any movement you'd like to create on the top of the hip joint, go for it. So with the hips, particularly in this practice, being um, in extension quite a lot, this is now flexion. It should feel quite nice, quite generous, and, and really is a nice compliment. So a few moments to enjoy this. If you're in movement, come to stillness. Now interlace the fingers around the back of the right thigh and start to extend the right leg to the ceiling. If you need to bend the knee, that is fine. Supta Padangustasana. If your range permits, you might grab a little higher up the leg. Similarly, another final option here is to straighten the left leg out in front of you. And in that option, gently flex the toes back towards your face. So this is effectively a, a forward bend. It's just that you're laying down on your back. Often forward bends have qualities of coiling inwards, 
grounding and maybe even yielding. And as we transition from more active movement to something softer, perhaps some of those qualities are what you bring into your own space right now. Keep the right leg raised, release the arms alongside the body. As I count down from five, lower the right leg to the floor for five. Controlled descent. Four, easeful breath. Three. Two, jaw soft. Likely hovering now, not too far off the floor for one. And then eventually come all the way down. Pause, take a moment. It's likely your right leg feels a little longer than the left. Take a moment, feel contrast. Bend both knees, place the feet onto the mat, hip width. This time bend left knee in. Interlace fingers first around the top of the left knee. Any desirable movement along the top of the left hip joint is your choice. Those in movement eventually come to center, then together interlace fingers behind the left leg and start to extend the left leg to the ceiling. There are other grips, binds that you can take. Just listen to the body's range here and, and adjust accordingly. Again, the right leg could come long. In that case, gently flex the toes back to face. Keep the left leg raised, release the arms alongside the body for a count of five, lower to floor for five. Four. Steady breath, three. Two. Likely hovering now for one. And then eventually it comes down. A moment to feel perhaps a sense of rebalance between the two legs, two sides. 
And then over the next 30 to 60 seconds, you might choose to move into a final position which provides a, a rounding off for the physical practice, likely fairly soft. It could be knees to chest, happy baby, a brief spinal twist. Though if you feel ready to move into a place of rest or meditation, then you're welcome to, to make that happen for you here. So your choice. Eventually, when you find a final place in which to close your practice, if you're at home and you have anything that you wish to use as support or props to aid that place, similarly, uh, you guys in this space, um, for, for bolsters or anything else, please feel free. But take your time to, to move into a, a place which is ultimately restful and meditative. And in the pursuit of balance in this practice, you've, you've worked hard, you've moved, you've strengthened, you've breathed. But to complement that, there is huge value and importance in digesting that in, in these final moments of practice.
smile deeply. Exhale completely. If that pattern of breath feels welcoming for a few rounds, then feel free. Especially those laying down, you might use the movement associated with that breath as a guide to allow other movement in your body to eventually happen. There's no rush, but eventually allow that movement to draw both knees to chest. A final draw in, a final squeeze. Eventually roll onto your preferred side, take a breath or two. And then either with a soft gaze or your eyes closed, continue into the hands, come to a cross-legged or perhaps a, a kneeling position somewhere on your mat. And we'll close our time together from here. So once their hands connect, thumbs resting on your sternum. Your spine long. Last couple of moments. Thanks for a great practice. Namaste. Thanks for practicing. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to review this podcast wherever it is that you listen. And for more information about my online live stream classes and workshops, head over to my website, mattmulkayyoga.com. See you next time.